I'm your host, Maria Maldonado-Smith, and this is Creating the Vision, a podcast about living the life you envisioned and leaning into your passions, power, and purpose. Each week, we'll hear from guests discussing their journey to living and creating the vision for their life. We'll talk all things vision imagery, goal setting, and accountability so that you feel empowered and inspired to take action, turning your plan into the life you've always dreamed of living. Welcome, visionary. I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to Creating the Vision. I'm your host, Maria Maldonado-Smith, and I have with me someone who is super amazing and super cool. I am a huge fan of hers, um, actually a really big fan, and I will tell you why, because I'm going to have her introduce herself, but I actually do want to introduce her first, just share a little bit about who she is and what it is that she does. But my guest today is the fabulous Amanda Nybert, who is a 47 six year old. You do not look it. You don't look a day over 35. (laughs) A registered dietitian specializing in weight loss nutrition. Her passion and purpose is to empower others to break the all or nothing mindset and find sustainable change for long-term weight loss success. She's presented this powerful message on the TEDx stage, March of 2021, with 20 years of knowledge and experience under her belt. She provides upper level nutrition education and support to everyone she works with. I have personally been a part of her program, Lean. It is her custom program. It's a range of coaching services and multiple shop offerings. She has cultivated a brand that focuses on giving participants the leading tools and resources to help them reach the best versions of themselves. Amanda's goal is to provide the most current cutting edge nutritional techniques that not only provide results, but are sustainable in life. I am so excited for today's episode because I have been a fangirl of yours for quite a while. So probably since, gosh, 2019, 2020, I would say. And you, you saved my life during the pandemic. I lost 25 pounds during the pandemic. Thank you, Amanda. (laughs) Love that. So yes, I just want to dive right in. I know we talked a little bit before we started this session, but tell us just about you about what it is that you do and kind of how you have created this vision for your program lean. Yeah, well, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. So I'm Amanda Nybert. I'm a registered dietitian, obviously with a passion for health and wellness. And, you know, I've been on this entrepreneurial path and, you know, creating my ideal vision of my life for probably the last 20 years. (laughs) And it really was around my 40th birthday. So about seven years ago when I was just like, I'm either going to, you know, keep doing the exact same thing that I'm doing now today. I was a registered dietitian in a hospital setting, nine to five. I'm going to make the same salary because there was absolutely no room for, you know, professional development or, you know, financial growth in that, you know, kind of space. So I'm either going to stay here for the next, you know, 20 years until I retire, or I'm going to do something different. You know, I'm going to step outside my comfort zone and I'm going to try to create something on my own. And that's, that's kind of what I did. I just took really my passion for health and wellness and leveraged social media. It's like, I'm just going to start posting on social media. I'm just going to start showing up 
you know, providing valuable content and see if I can turn this into really a secondary stream of income. I, I tell people my initial goal, what I felt like would fulfill me in my life was if I could just travel more, you know, I wanted to be able to have the extra money that would allow me to take two fabulous vacations a year. And I did not have that, you know, back when I was at the hospital setting. And so I was like, if I could just make maybe an extra thousand dollars a month, you know, I could take two fabulous vacations, mm -hmm. you know, a year. Seven years ago, that got you a lot. Maybe not so yeah. much today. Right. And that's really what I started out. You know, that was my goal is just to, you know, make that extra thousand dollars a month, you know, to have that extra income to travel and, you know, basically jumped in this kind of online space. And to say I was, you know, shocked and surprised at, you know, the outcome of that um, is an understatement because, mm -hmm. you know, within six months I was making, you know, three or four times my salary, you know, within a year I left my corporate job and just kind of like went all in on, you know, this, my, my own um, program lean, which stands for living energized and nourished. Well, I love your program and I definitely do want to talk about your program, but I, I love what you I love what you said because it resonated with me. It resonates with me so much. And I think with so many people, even you know, who listen or who are thinking, I think we all come to that crossroads in life where we're like, we're either going to keep doing what we're doing or we're going to take the next step to go into a different direction. And what was crazy is when we moved to South Florida, we moved a lot. We've moved a lot in the past decade. And we were unboxing some boxes and I happened to find, it was the summer of 2019, our kids were hadn't started school yet down here. And we were just kind of in like prep mode, getting everything, the house ready. I mean, we, we had like three weeks to turn this, like the house into a home for them before they started on their academic journey. And I found an old journal, like cleaning things out. And in one of the journals, it was from when I was 27 years old. I had, was clearly had, I guess, writing it when I was nursing my second child, my oldest son. And I wrote on one of the pages, goals by 40. <laughs> and the first goal was to leave corporate. And it was like, I knew then, and I, I, I point that out because you mentioned like, this was kind of 20 years in the making. Like you all, you might kind of had known that it was there, but maybe hadn't taken that step. And I think that was me. And I got, we moved here and I realized you know, I'm a year and a half away from my 40th birthday. Am I anywhere near making this happen? I better get moving on this if this is something that I'm going to turn into reality. Because I had a goal, you know, back when I was 27 that I was, right. this is what I was going, you know, going to do. But I think so many people so often in life, they come up on those milestones. They come up on those questions and out of fear, they choose to not take that path. And what would you say to that person who's like, eh, I don't know, I might go, I might just stay where I'm safe. Yeah. I mean, just do it. You know, it, it is. And I mean, I know that that's easier said than done. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, it was always like, I, I kind of did it in a safe space. You know, I was like, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, just totally quit my, you know, job and mm -hmm. put all my eggs in one basket. It was more of like, again, creating that 
just kind of small goal, you know, and Mm -hmm. seeing if I could kind of build on that. But I think that at the end of the day, it's like when you have that kind of gnawing inside you for something that you're really passionate about, you can't lose, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to be a lot of hard work. You know, there's going to be a lot of, you know, ups and downs, but you're just going to feel so much more fulfilled in the long run doing that hard work than, Mm -hmm. you know, where you are kind of in a, a dead end situation. So just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I, we, one thing that too, I, I really try to at least highlight or focus on are some of those like really high moments where you're like, I knew, I know now, like I'm re reaffirmed that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And some of those, even the lower moments where you're like, oh gosh, I don't know if this is the path that I should be on. You know, are there any of those moments that stick out for you that was kind of like the, the peak and then the ones that maybe not necessarily had you questioned or that you just were like, wow, this is not, this is not a spot that I maybe expected to be in or anticipated. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's like you, you think, you know, what you're going to encounter as you begin this journey, you know, whatever that may be. And I feel like for me, it was the unknown things that I had just not even considered, you know, Mm -hmm. as I was kind of growing this business, for example, you know, I started out and it was just me, but then as things got, as I grew and I grew clients, it was like, all of a sudden I was like, I can't do this alone. Mm. Then, you know, I'm just a registered dietitian, you know, delivering nutritional content, supporting people on their health and wellness journey is effortless for me. You know, I'd been doing it for 20 years in the hospital, but creating like an HR department, I knew nothing about, you know? (laughs) Right. And so, you know, there were moments at that point where I was like, I am way in over my head, you know? Mm -hmm. I have no clue what I'm doing and can I do this at that moment? But, you know, you figure it out. You kind of muck Mm -hmm. through it. I always say I feel kind of blessed when it comes to the situation of the pandemic just because I feel like it allowed people got a little bit more flexible with their expectations, you know, in terms of how stuff was delivered and, you know, now we zoom everything and, Mm. you know, stuff can be a little bit more homegrown now versus what we were, you know, dealing with before. And that kind of took a lot of pressure off of me to, to be perfect, you know, and just to try to muck through some of those, you know, areas of your business in which I realize I'm not an expert in to kind of figure out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I know we were talking a little bit before about social media and just how it's, I think, what did you say? It said it can, so you mentioned something about what it can do to an entrepreneur. And I'm like, oh, we definitely want to talk about that. It, yes. It can take an entrepreneur down. <laughs> yes. yes. You know, because again, I, and I actually yeah. work with other health and wellness professionals that are trying to grow their own businesses. And, mm-hmm. and I think, we all agree like working with clients is the easy part. That's the fun part. That's Mm -hmm. the passionate part. That's where we get, you know, um, joy from, but finding the client, you know, getting the Mm -hmm. client to sign up is the, is the work, you know, is the hard work. I mean, whether you're a brick or mortar, you know, or you're running like online services, that is where I feel like uh, entrepreneurs in a similar space as me, where we spend a lot of time and that stuff is grueling, you know, to, you know, stay on top of. I mean, when I 
launched my business in 2017, you know, we had Facebook and Instagram and, you know, we were doing Facebook Live was very new. I remember I would do tons of lives, which was so scary to show up, you know, live mm -hmm. on those platforms, nothing, you know, curated or pre-recorded or edited. And I got really good at it. And then as soon as I got good at it, it changed. Right. You know, so now, yes, you know, long form videos are worthless. And so now you have to constantly be like, you know, reinventing yourself. And so now we're on the ADD, you know, uh, fast paced, 10 second, 15 second, 30 second clips where we're dancing like monkeys, you know, and you just kind of have to try to stay, you know, relevant and, and with the trends. Again, if if your goal is to leverage that a free media, social media to grow your business and it's a challenge. Mm -hmm. It's something that I always tell people in, in you said it so perfectly is that the joy for me is working with people. I love when I can work with clients, when I am in a group setting, presenting to a group of people, like that is my joy. That's when I, that's when I know I shine. I, that's when I feel, I feel my purpose being fulfilled. It's like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. And then you come home from that and people are like, oh, well, are you going to put that? Are you going to share the highlights from that? Are you going to put that up on social media? I'm like, Ugh. I'm like yeah. you just killed all of my joy from everything that I just went and did. But to your point, I've worked with so many clients and I have done a really terrible job of, of presenting the clients that I have worked with for that reason, because it just sucks the joy out of me. And so I, I am in the process of budgeting in for 2024 and at, at, a social media, you know, a monthly person, someone who literally will just like take the baby and run with it. You know, <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel, my social media wheel, and you go with it. So, I I and understand if you find yeah. something good. <laughs> yes, I, I I will. And that's the thing is, I know I'm going to have to still be a really big part of it. But I think that there are things that I identified as an entrepreneur that I knew I was really good at, and that I enjoyed doing, and then things that I'm like, nope don't like doing this. And I got to figure out a way quickly to pivot or to plan, you know, more accordingly so that it doesn't like suck the joy out of me. So I took a two and a half month break on social media this summer and just spent time with the kids. And I enjoyed following, you know, checking in with accounts that I hadn't for a while, just because I kind of was in this mode of just posting and then getting off and just trying to kind of like, just do the thing, like check the box, yeah. you know, and I, I found myself, you know, checking in more, you know, with people, <laughs> you know, not, not through social media. So it was good for me in that way. But at the same time I came back and now I'm, now I'm kind of getting back in the groove of it. It's, it's definitely been, it's definitely been a chore for sure, but, but I do enjoy sharing. And so I think that that's where I've tried to paint that perspective for myself is the joy for me comes in educating and sharing my passion for what I do. And so my mindset has had to, to shift. And so kind of speaking of, of mindset and using that as our pivot, you know, lean is such a, a fascinating and amazing program because I am someone who had always had like nutritional plans written for me. You know, when I was competing, I really never did any of the thinking for myself, sadly. And I honestly kick myself now because after going through your program, I'm like, wait, hold on. I could have done a lot of this. Like I, I could have applied everything that you teach and like done this in my 
life? Like, oh my goodness. Right. Like, what was I doing this whole time? You know? And so you really help create a totally different mindset for people. And where I think, interestingly, our two worlds collide and align is that one of the most common personal goals that people write down when they work with me is they want to get healthier and they want to be well. It is one of the number one things. And then I always remind them, do not make this a new year's resolution, something that you, cause I'm vehemently against them. 92% of people fail them because, and I know you probably have all of the stats on why, but when you're changing that mindset for someone, like how do you help them kind of create that vision? Yeah. I mean that it is, you, you are correct. I mean, when we look at the life we want to create, you know, it's probably you have financial goals, you have health and wellness mm-hmm. goals, you have relationship goals, you have spiritual goals. So, you know, health and wellness plays a huge role in that. And I think that, you know, when we feel good, we do good. I mean, it is very much like a trickle down effect. You know, when you feel like crap, it really weighs on every other area of your life. So I'm not surprised that, you know, health and wellness is always at the forefront of, you know, everyone's, you know, kind of wish list. And unfortunately, the narrative around health and wellness is very much all or nothing. You know, we are, you're either all in, you're a hundred percent keto, you're doing the, the 21 day fix, you know, you're not drinking, you're perfect and you see results, but in the long run and the reason why people continue to, I mean, especially when it comes just to like your weight, it's like we gain and lose the same 20 pounds over and over is because we just never focus on consistency. We're only doing the work for the results. And you and I have found just in my experience is that that is the number one thing that you have to do in order to change your health and wellness is to change your mindset around doing the work. You know, Mm -hmm. people are unwilling to do the work if they're not making progress. They see it as it's not working. But in reality, the the problem is I, I had a a friend and, you know, she, she kind of talked about it in the form of like chasing your ACE, you know, it's like you flip the cards. Okay. And you're, you're chasing that ACE and you just have to keep turning over the cards. You just have to keep doing the habit until you find that ACE. And if you are 10 cards in and you're frustrated because you haven't found that ACE yet, well, giving up is not going to get you any closer to that ACE you just have to keep going. And that's what people do is that, you know, they, they end up kind of giving up. So one of the biggest things that we focus on in lean is just breaking that all or nothing mindset, that progress, not perfection, you know, Mm -hmm. recognizing that you don't have to be perfect to be successful. You just have to be consistently good. So, you know, recognizing that nobody's perfect. You know, if, if you follow me on social media, I try to make it a point to, show up often in my imperfect, you know, imperfect form. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, my favorite, you know, line is I eat like an asshole. You know, I I screwed up this weekend, <laughs> you know, but here I am. I'm like back mm-hmm. on track. It's not like I need, you know, mad science to, you know, figure out what do I do after a weekend that I'm off track? Well, I go back to the foundational, you know, work that I do every single day because the way that I was over the weekend is not my norm. So it's like 
changing the norm from, you know, destructive habits that you do consistently to healthier habits Mm -hmm. and recognizing that in addition to that, you can't do it all at once. You know, yes, maybe on January 1st, you know, when everyone's set their goals and we're all going all in, we make tons of changes, you know, for the next 30 days. But a lot of times, again, you're unable to create consistency because the changes in which you're creating are unsustainable. Yes, you can do them for a short period of time, but they're not feasible to be done forever. So again, it's like looking at the small things, picking one thing at a time to improve on, because it's just like you said, it is the path in which you are on. You know, if you look at the habits that you did yesterday, you know, how you ate, how you exercised, how you fueled your body, whatever it may be with regards to your health and wellness, do you feel like those habits are going to take you to the place you want to be? I think for a lot of people, they'd say, no, you know, I know that Mm -hmm. though I cannot do that on a daily basis and expect to be where I want to be. So it's about shifting those daily habits so that, you know, if I do, you know, X, Y, and Z, I'm at least on the right path and moving in the right direction to the person that I want to be. Oh, this is like church for me. I feel like you're like speaking my love language, just I, I, because in the goal setting space too. And I, I think it's something you probably deal with as well is that I always tell people, you know, the goal is yes, the goal might be the destination, but it's everything in between that matters. I, I mean, getting to the end of the race is great, but what did you learn along the way? And if you learn nothing, then, then, well, then really you're just going to start over and you're, you're going to keep doing the same thing and not not processing the fact that you had to create certain positive habits to get there. And, and you're right. I think that one of the things that we have so often, and, and I definitely was raised under that all or nothing mindset, especially when it came to nutrition and coaching, because I was competing and it was like, if I don't just for these next four months, I literally cannot eat a singular carb or I won't be able to fit into that evening gown that I so desperately want you know, to fit into. And I didn't really learn until after I started having kids and then wanting to drop you know, baby weight that I realized actually, oh, wow. So this isn't just like competing in a pageant, you know, it's not, there isn't just a finite amount of time. And then I've like checked the box. So I had to shift my entire mindset and way of thinking to one of being more consistent and motherhood forces that upon you too, because no two days are alike. And, and so you realize very quickly, something's got to change. Like either my approach or my attitude towards this has to, or, or, or what I'm doing has to change. And I, I love that you talk about progress, you know, and not perfection, because especially with women, I feel like we, we get it in our minds and I don't know why it's almost like it's innate in us. It's like, it's just, it's, I don't know if it's just that steeped in society and in, in our, our just has permeated our culture to the fact that like girls just grow up and have this, like all our, if I'm not perfect, then, then forget it then I'm not good enough. I'm not even enough at all. And, and when it comes to health and wellness, especially one thing, because I always tell them I'm not a registered dietitian. I always point them in your direction though, because I'm like, listen, you need to follow this, this woman. She's freaking fantastic. She's amazing. And I love that you do paint the, 
the true reality of what it's like to have obstacles that come in your way or that you say, you know what, I've planned vacations into my life and damn it, if I'm going on this vacation, I'm going to enjoy myself because that's the point of living. It's not to just be perfect all the time. We have to have those moments where we can let go and just live. Yeah. I mean, amen to all of that for sure. <laughs> you know, and, and a couple of things just to piggyback on that. It's like, I, I tell clients, I was like, listen, your health and wellness, there is no finish line. You know, it, yeah. there, there's no end. Like you might win the race. I always say losing the weight a lot of times is the easy part. Keeping it off mm -hmm. is the hard part. So yes, you may win the race and get to your goal, but then now you've got to sustain it. And that requires, you know, nearly the same amount of effort and sacrifice and commitment as getting there in the first place, you mm -hmm. know? So again, it just, it brings me back to just always encouraging people, like you need to learn to do the work regardless of the results, because mm -hmm. you're not going to have, you know, that cheering section, or you're not going to have that finite, you know, period where you have that destination. So mm -hmm. the ability to kind of show up and, and, and do it has to just be a habit, you know, mm -hmm. what you're doing. Yes. And yeah. And I always tell people too, any client that I work with or group, I always say that's why it really is strong for them to understand. Like you have to have a strong why for why you're doing it. And so when, when I, when I talk like goal refinement, which is just that process where we break it down, okay, you want to lose 20 pounds, but like why 20 pounds? Is that just because like, you just really want to lose 20 or, you know, you need to like clinically. And half the time they're like, no, I just think that 20 is like a a number I can achieve. Okay. So you've achieved this number before. Well, no, I've never achieved it before. Okay. Well then why don't we start with just the first five pounds? Like let's start there exactly. because yeah. And, and I'm sure you deal with this all the time because it, to your point, it's like, we, we put this goal down, but what we don't realize is like, we have to honor that goal. We have to honor the commitment to it. And so often when we think in such larger numbers, you know, and to, to some people, 20, pounds might not be, they might need to lose a hundred. Okay. So 20 right. is not that, that, you know, that terrible of, of a number, but to others losing 20 pounds is like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to lose 20 pounds. So you have to find what works for, for you, but you have to break it down in a way that you can actually honor that commitment. And, and that when, when it does get tough, you can, it's rooted in your why, like I'm doing this because I want to be the healthiest version of me. How do you deal with clients who really struggle with like seeing themselves, you know, six months or a year out, like if they have a long journey, what does that look like for them? I mean, I think very similar to what you're kind of talking about. It's like, you've got to break it down into smaller, you know, goals, it, mm -hmm. you, you know, how, what, what's the saying? How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, you know, <laughs> right. and, and getting them to recognize, yes. Okay. Maybe a hundred pounds is our big goal, but Let's start with the first five. Let's start with the first 10. So I think that that's really important first and foremost. And then, you know, also getting people to realize that, you know, at the end of the day, especially when we talk about, you know, weight loss, I, I always I always really try to get my clients to look beyond like the number on the scale. You know, we, we've got to have other goals like let's get stronger. Let's be able to do a push up, you know, a, a, mm -hmm. a true push up or, you know, let's get our step count up or, you know, other things like that, that we can kind of work towards improving ourselves on that are not just, you know, related to the scale. So it's kind of having 
you know, multiple areas that we're addressing in our, you know, kind of health and wellness. Like let's focus on having more energy. Let's focus on sleeping better. You know, let's focus on body image, how we view ourselves. You know, I always say, you know, you need to love the person you are today in whatever place you are in order to be able to get to a better version of yourself. Because if you're constantly degrading and beating up the, you know, the person that you see in the mirror, then again, it's like that mindset, you know, are you worthy of this transformation? Are you worthy of, you know, this progress? And when you're at war with your current self, it just makes it so much harder. Mm. Oh, that is so true. That is so true. And, and, and I don't know that I love that you just shared that and, and addressed that and talked about that because interestingly enough, when I started out to do this podcast, you know, we were talking about like, well, what are some of the goals you want to achieve by doing this? You know, like what's the mission, the vision, the purpose, like what's the value you want to bring to people? And so much of what you just said is exactly where I feel compelled to, to really address is that, that, that worthiness that, and because it's, it is, it gets in so much of our own way that we don't realize. And, and I think sometimes even our fear is really an underlying layer of, I'm, pro I'm just not good enough. Yes. I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared as hell of what that might do for me or to me if I took that path. But I also just deeply feel like I'm probably just not good enough. Like it's just not, that's not for me. And I think we mask it sometimes with that fear. But, and, and so in the space that, you know, I help people, it's so much of uncovering like why they feel the way that they do because we are our own barrier sometimes to accomplishing, you know, the goals and dreams that we want for our life. We want to create this vision, but we just are it's like we're handcuffed, you know, for some reason to, to whatever thoughts or perceived, you know, perceptions that we have about who we think we are or could be. And I love that you, you I love that you just pointed that out because I feel like that is something that we don't focus on enough. Just like we don't focus on like the mental aspect of, you know, our mental health and kind of how, and, and all the positives that you mentioned, you know, there's so many, there's so many great benefits to, you know, Yes, the number on the scale going down is is great, but being able to do those push-ups, those squats, the you know running, you know running a sprint, or even heck, you know doing a walk run, five minute walk, five minute run, like those are all incredible milestones that we don't and should not ever discount because those are things that we got better at doing that we, we should celebrate. Yeah, Abs yes, you know, yes. I always say like you, there is no greater critic than yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is powerful. One of my coaches, she kind of works in that mindset space. And, and she always likes to say, you know, would you say that to your daughter? You mm. know, would you say that to your friend? And we wouldn't like, we would never right. be as cruel to others, you know, to our daughters, our friends, as we are to ourselves, but it's like acceptable for us to just be, you know, so cruel, you know, to the person that we are. And, and I don't think a lot of women realize how detrimental that is. Yeah. You know, when we talk mm -hmm. about the life in which you're trying to create, you know, it is about identity. And that's one of the things that, you know, we kind of focus on is like, in order to create these habits, you have to be able to identify, 
you know, in my space, it's like, I want you to identify as a healthy person. You know, Mm -hmm. I want you to identify as someone that can run a mile. You know, I Mm -hmm. want you to identify as someone that can, you know, optimize their, their eating because the minute you have that kind of self doubt, or even you're in that, that mindset of like, well, I'm working towards that. No, that is who you are. You Mm want to be that now, not later. The, the more impactful the journey is and the more likely you are to, you know, sustain the progress. It's like with smoking, you know, if you quit smoking, you can look at it as in two different ways. You know, if someone offers you a cigarette, you can say, no, I'm trying to quit. And there in that statement, you identify as a smoker. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if someone offers you a cigarette and you say, no, I do not smoke, you now identify as a non-smoker, mm. which is what you want to be. be. Yeah. And it's just That's little so shifts like that, that change the path in which you're on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Those little, and those little small, like you said, those small mindset shifts create such monumental differences in your overall thinking when, when you are faced with those difficult moments. I mean, it's, yeah. And, and, and for, I will say that, you know, I've, I've gone through your program and, and I continue to utilize what you teach. And it is so valuable because I just think about it in anything. It's like the more, you know, you know, I mean, I think learning from you, I remember one time you had provided a resource to me, a book called the unhealthy truth. And I remember reading that book and being blown away by the concepts and just whoa, it's, it's a fantastic resource. So change for my, anyone change my life. Yes. Very, very much. So very and, much so. Same, the course of how them. I look at nutrition and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. 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 And kind of those almost like, kind of like those lies we were told when we were younger, right. You know, and, and like, this is what a balanced nutritious meal looks like. And, and it completely flips that script, you know, on its head and, 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 and you realize, oh my goodness, like if I have, we have so much more power than we give ourselves credit for. And we have so much more more strength and ability and knowledge. We just don't apply it sometimes because we are, we do get busy. We're working We're you know, and sometimes it's easier to have someone do the work for us. But one of the things I always say to people is when you invest in yourself, like you are giving yourself such a gift. Like you are t- saying to yourself that you are worthy. You are worth it because I'm willing to invest my time, my focus, my energy, you know, and I always say too, like financially is that's when you got skin in the game, you know, so you want to make sure that you're getting your money's worth. And I, I loved diving into all of the recipes. We, my husband and I now are firm believers that we could totally live a vegan life if if we, if we had, if we did have more time, it's just easier sometimes to, to, you know, cook a chicken breast and that become our source of protein. But no. And I mean, I really do. I'm really thankful because I think you really helped me shift my mindset from an all or nothing approach to one of, okay, I've got this. Like I actually can, I can have my weekend date night. I don't have to forgo that and put that off for two months to lose 15 pounds to then reward myself with a date night. You know, I can actually just be consistent Sunday through Friday, go on my daggone date night and then get right back on first thing Sunday, you know, Saturday morning. Yeah. And that, and that's the hard part, you know, because again, we're all striving for that perfection. So so many people, you know, will kind of go out on a date night and, and 
maybe even have really good intentions like, oh, I'm very dialed in. I'm going to get the salad and say no to the wine. And, you know, I'm going to mind my P's and Q's. And then, you know, life happens and you end up indulging. And for so many people, that kind of triggers the might as well mindset, mm. you know, like, oh, well, I, it's Friday night. Look at me. I already blew it. Might as well have brunch, you know, Saturday morning with pancakes and mimosas and might as well eat that cake and might as well have pizza and beer for dinner and then might as well start fresh on Monday. And that is what sabotages your progress. It's not the date night that did it. It's the mindset that you feel like the date night did it. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you give yourself a free pass to, you know, it, indulge in all ways, you know, for the rest of the weekend or the rest of the week or the rest of the month, whatever it may be, until you get back on track. And and again, if you find yourself in those scenarios, because I always tell my clients, I'm like, think I'm like on your shoulder, you know, think of me and I'm sitting there <laughs> going, don't say might as well. So anytime you in your brain are saying about to say might as well, snap out of it, you know, yeah. because it is what you do you know, after that meal that really makes or breaks your progress. And, and it's hard. That's not easy to do, you know, to change that way of thinking, to realize that, you know, one meal, one weekend, even one week does not make or break your, pro you know, your, your progress or your success. Mm -hmm. um, again, it's just about your either consistent habits or lack thereof that ultimately dictate what path you're on. Mm -hmm. And that is so true in, in so many aspects of our life. And that's what, you know, and I think that it's, it's like health and wellness is one of those that if we can tackle that, I always tell people, I, I love when they put it on there because I want them, I want it for them so badly. I'm like, I want you to achieve this because I think you will understand better how important it is then to start achieving this other things in your life and applying those things and understanding that your why isn't that you need to lose 10 pounds for your friend's wedding so that when you take those pictures, you know, you don't feel a certain way. Girl, if you're 10 pounds, you know, heavier at that, that time, you should go and have fun at that wedding and have a blast because you are you. So it's really so much about shifting that, that mindset of, but if you want to make this a goal because this is something you want to focus on, then great, then let's do it. But understand there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be those, those ebbs and flows. Oh, I just, I really appreciate that message so much because I do have a daughter who's almost 16. And so much of what I say to her, actually things that I don't even say to her when I have made comments and she has said to me, you know, don't say that you look beautiful. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm like, you're right. I do. I am beautiful. I do look beautiful. You're right. Thank you. And, and because I am empowering her so much to believe in who she is and everything else that she brings to the table outside of her, you know, physical appearance, I want her to focus on being healthy. I want her to, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's not that, and I think that's another beautiful shift too. It's like from skinny to healthy. And I do feel like hopefully, hopefully, and fingers crossed that we are changing that narrative for our daughters. Yeah. Oh, and that's 
a whole nother, you know, I know <laughs> a whole nother topic that I'm super right. passionate about with a young daughter who's 14. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we're in kind of this weird space in health and wellness where it's almost like it's taboo to talk to our daughters about nutrition and healthy mm-hmm. eating, like that we're going to set them up for, you know, disordered eating and, you know, whatever. And I'm, I'm, very much opposed to that. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. in my household, we have very open dialogue about, you know, I mean, I will tell them point blank, those hot Cheetos you're eating are not good for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and uh, framing in, in the, the mindset of like, not good for your health versus, you know, good for your waistline is obviously very important, but here's the deal. Like 14 year olds don't care about, you know, cardiac disease and they don't (laughs) care about diabetes, you know, they care about how they look. So sometimes, you tackle like, well, your acne would be so much better, you know, mm-hmm. if you ate better and your mood would be better, your period cramps would be better, you know? So there's a lot of different ways that we can address the impact of health related to nutrition. That's not just about weight. And, you know, I, I agree. I mean, these are conversations, but in terms of building them up, like regardless of what you look like and if you have acne or whatever, like just go take over the world. Like mm-hmm. who cares? I think is a very powerful message that, that w- here we are as women, like this is what we want for our daughters mm-hmm. that we don't feel like we're worthy of that same mm. message for ourselves. Yeah. You know, and, and we're going to spend all our time like lifting up our, our children and, and our, again, just even female companions, but yet, deep down in our side, we are not worthy for that. And that has to change. A hundred percent, a hundred percent agree. I no truer words have been spoken. I truly believe that, 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 that is the recipe for our success as women is, is truly believing our worthiness and not just, you know, so easily putting it off on, well, that's good for them because they deserve that. They but. deserve it. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I could talk to you all day. (laughs) We could talk for two hours. (laughs) At the beginning, we're like, hey. Very aligned. Very aligned. Yeah. And and I also say, like, I can sit here and say that. And then I will literally, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't, you look great for 46. And I will sit and like have go to pieces because I'm like, I need a neck lift. I need a chin (laughs) lift. You know, I've got wrinkles. I mean, nobody's immune to you know, like beating themselves up. We're, we're all there. It's just maybe, mm-hmm. you know, the realm in which we do it, you know, mm-hmm. I find myself like tearing myself down, but then I'm, I'm able to be like, okay, <laughs> like practice what you preach. You can't, you know, you can't be talking to yourself mm-hmm. like that. So again, it's, it's, it's a constant battle for everyone, you mm-hmm. know, and I always really try to emphasize that it's not easy for anybody And Mm -hmm. if you're like following or, you know, being led by someone who makes it look easy and just, you know, basically never shares any challenges or, you know, that they face, then they're just lying, Mm. (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because regardless of where you are, I mean, um, it takes effort for Mm -hmm. everyone. Yes. Yes. No. And I appreciate you pointing that out. I really do. Because 
that's, that's a piece of it. That's really hard too. Sometimes you come in and, and it's like anything, right? Sometimes I can, I'm like the shiny new, I'm the shiny new car or I'm the shiny new toy or the brand new iPhone because I come in and I tell you that all of these things can be achieved or be accomplished if you follow this process. So easy. You so know? We, right, right. You follow these five steps, you know, and, yep. but to your point, it's like, but it's hard. It's That's hard. And I always go back to what my mom used to say when we were growing up, like, you know, anything worth having, anything worth accomplishing is going to be hard. And that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try it. It just means that there are going to be times when you're going to have that moment. You're like, I don't know what to do, or I don't know how to get through the next one, but I can figure it out. It's just going to take a little bit more time. It's going to be harder than I thought. And, and I think when it comes to health and wellness, it is, that is the thing that we just, we can fortunately, unfortunately keep getting sold on such quick fixes instead of learning that, you know, you could sit here and do all these quick fixes, or you could just plan out your year to really see yourself transform. Start in January or heck, start today. You know, I always tell people your yeah, year does not have to start January 1. It's like, oh, I cringe when I hear people start say, well, right, exactly. For me, or it's Saturday. always- Saturday, I'm like, yeah. start on Saturday. On Saturday, right, yeah. yeah. It's always been a Tuesday for me sometimes. You know, I feel like Tuesdays, I don't know. It's like the work, you know, things start you going. Get I'm like, that Monday and then you, Monday. you can focus on your health. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, dang it, now I'm going to do it. Now I'm doing it. It's yeah. Tuesday. But, but yeah, I mean, I think so much of it is, is that we, we don't, we don't talk enough. Just like the worthiness piece, we don't address the fact that it's going to get hard and it's going to get difficult. And what do we do in those times? You know, in those times. Yeah. Um, and, and the goal is to make it easier. You know, I mean, to and I'm sure you do a lot of this with. You know, when I talk about goal setting, it's like, okay, here's your goal. What's the barrier? You know, mm -hmm. what's going to pop up in mm -hmm. in you know your life? Because it's always the I always say it's like that pivotal moment in your life that you know, causes you to completely derail, whether it's, you know, somebody gets sick or you go on vacation mm -hmm. or, you know, you lose your job or, you know, it's like where it's like, I don't have the capacity to focus on this. Therefore, I'm not going to do anything, you know, mm -hmm. so identifying what those barriers are and how you can get through them or make them easier is the key. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. I, I love, love, love that you've offered up a code for your program for listeners. So the code is vision and I want you to share. And actually, you know what, before I do this, I always ask all my guests, what is there? So part of my, my process and my program, I focus, of course, professional, personal development and goals, you know, have people align what they want to accomplish personally. You know, what are they working on academically, professionally? Cause I work with with school children, everyone from, from school age children all the way to, you know, to, to corporate and entrepreneurs. The last piece of the goal setting process though, is I always say, and what is that one goal that's not related to your personal, you know, goals that you kind of see for yourself, the betterment of you personally or professionally, but what is just that one goal the do the dang goal? Like that you're like, I keep putting it off. And if I could just do this one daggone goal, like I would, that would be honoring so much of what I say that I want to accomplish or get done. And for some people, it's like a trip. Some people it's, I don't know, learn a language, it's whatever, but it's your do the dangle. The one that like, kind of like we were saying how everyone else deserves that trip or everyone else deserves to have, you know, their success and their time in the light, but I don't. 
the do the dang goal is kind of that, that, that reflection of what we think we might not deserve. Well, I will say my big do the dang goal was my TEDx talk. (laughs) I definitely thought that that was, you know, nowhere in the realm of a possibility, you know, to do in at this point in my career. So that was really special. And, you know, in terms of like, I guess, what is the next dang goal? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, the way you're framing it, I'm like, oh, gosh, well, maybe... Maybe my dang goal is to not work 24 hours a day. <laughs> so, you know, so here I am in like you know, the entrepreneurial space mm-hmm. where I've created this success and, you know, with success comes a lot of responsibility and this grind. And so, mm-hmm. you know, now it's like I've reached all these things that I, you know, set forth to do. And, and you're, it's almost kind of like, now what, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, now I need to figure out what the next dang goal is, but also it's more about, okay, how can I scale this back and actually, you know, now live my life? (laughs) You Mm -hmm. know, like I I definitely have sacrificed areas of my life in order to create this, you know, entrepreneurial opportunity. And so it's kind of like now I'm in that focus of like, okay, now I want to shift and, you know, enhance my personal life, my relationships, you know, things Mm -hmm. like that. So maybe that's the dang goal. And then, I mean, on, when I read the question leading up to the interview, I said, well, she's going to laugh at me because literally the dang goal that's sitting in front of me that I keep writing on my list that I've been trying to do for the last two years that I just have not done is start a podcast. <laughs> I love it. No, oh my gosh, that yeah. would be amazing. Oh, that is the goal. And I mean, yes. you know, for all of you listening, this may seem very effortless just to hop on a call and talk to people, but it is a lot of effort yes. uh, to curate a podcast. Yes. And so it's just not something that I have, you know, um, been able to curate as of now. So we'll see TBD. Oh, well, I, I will, I will be your biggest cheerleader and I'll keep, I'll keep nudging you. I'll keep nudging you because that would be a fabulous podcast. And I would listen, I would be one of your biggest fans. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. I love what you do for women, for empowerment, but not just women, but men, you know, anyone and everyone who works with you. I think that I just thank you for providing such a real approach to something that is a part of every single one of our lives because our ability to be healthy and to be well is something that we sometimes take for granted when we build out the vision for the life we want to live. And I think we sometimes get these vivid pictures of what we think, but if we're not healthy in our heart, our mind, our soul, and physically in our body, then a lot of those goals that we are working towards aren't going to mean a dang good a difference or, you know, or, or, or meaning if we aren't taking care of ourselves and fueling ourselves in the way that, that we need to in order to to be able to go out and tackle those goals every day. So I appreciate, yeah, what you do and and just your positivity and light that you bring into the world as well. And I will link your TED your TED talk because oh, it yeah. is fantastic. <laughs> I love Breaking your TED talk. All or nothing mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and so go listen to that. We mentioned a minute ago that the code is vision. So tell them about lean. And I know you've got some up- upcoming programs launching as well. Yeah. So lean again, stands for living energized and nourished. It's a 
seven week online kind of health and wellness program. It is about, you know, doing the simple things consistently on a daily basis. The goal is to rev up your metabolism, improve your blood sugar regulation, and ultimately like teach you the why behind the basics. You know, why do these matter the most and why doing them over and over are going to create the results that you're looking at, you know, wanting to achieve. Um, it's all run through my free um, private app. So there's like no social media needed and just tons of resources and support. I think what sets Lean apart from every other program out there is the daily support and accountability. I always say people basically, for the most part, know what to do. They just struggle to do it. Mm -hmm. So that's really the type of program that I've created is that I want to hold you accountable. I want to hold your hand. I want to be there when you hit that barrier when you're not sure how to navigate, you know, a certain day or situation. And, you know, if you do hit the barrier and fall off track, I want to be there to help you get back on track sooner than later, you know? And so I think that that's, you know, really what kind of uh, sets the program apart. It's for everyone. It's for you. It's for your significant other. You know, it, it's if you have thyroid issues, if you have diabetes, if you have Hashimoto's, you know, whatever you're dealing with because of the fact that we focus on foundational work, it's going to be beneficial for, you know, 99% of the population. Even if you don't have weight to lose, you know, mm -hmm. you just want to be healthier and right. have more energy and be more vibrant. Or if you have a hundred pounds to lose, it, we're all, we're all doing the same work. We all need the same things at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love the accountability piece. I'll just say that that'll be my last little nugget. Sorry. I do love the accountability piece because, and I love that everyone is in there pumping each other up and sharing where they are. And it's just that it's, it's creating that community of support and accountability, because like you said, so much of us know what to do. We just don't do what we know that we're supposed to do or that we should do. That's and right. so having that little, like you said, you have your, your little, like you're, you're the, the angel, like the, yes, the angel. <laughs> you're the angel. Yes. <laughs> Inside the app are a lot of little angels just cheering you on, telling you, you know, keep going, you're doing great, keep doing what you're doing. And and there's just such a wealth of knowledge and, and, and recipes and so many different things. But I think what I love about it more than anything is it gives people also the power to to have control over over the way they live their life. Yeah. And 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 that is such a gift that you give to people. So thank you. Thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much. It's been awesome. Yes. Awesome. Well, where can people find you? Because I know you mentioned social media, but yes, where can they find you? Yeah. I mean, my website is amandanibert.com. I am on every platform, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> TikTok, LinkedIn, YouTube, leveraging them all. So whichever one you like the best, you can find me there. But yeah, I mean, I kind of try to show up every day and provide valuable content. I've you know, I'm not hiding any, you know, weight loss secrets. I'm just here to give them away. And again, at the end of the day, you know, help you become accountable, you know, to those goals and everything. So lean, we have a session that starts about every two weeks. So when you're ready, I'm here for you. Wonderful. Yes. And I think you have one coming up in October with there two dates in October. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay, so we will put that in the, the show notes. We'll link all of that there. The code will be vision. And I hope to see a lot of our listeners creating the vision for their healthy health and wellness journey with you.
Me too. I'm excited. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode. It would mean the world to me if you could leave a rating and review of the show and subscribe on your favorite app. You can also find us on our YouTube channel, Creating Visionaries. If there is something that stuck out to you in this conversation, send me a message on Instagram to let me know. Until next time, keep creating the vision for your life.